The We the Youth podcast is a production of MINA, Muslim Youth North America. If you would like to help support this organization, please go to minna.org slash give. Assalamu alaikum everybody, welcome back to another episode of, wait, I'm not going to say what the podcast is, because someone else is going to say it, and that other person is. Noor, assalamu alaikum, welcome to We the Youth, a podcast for the youth by the youth. We're the youth that will discuss the youth for the youth to tell you the truth. Honestly, that's that is like every time I, every time we say this, I always have to make a comment about writing it. But that's exactly what I wanted to wanted the tongue twister to sound like when I wrote it. Just confusing. I could not tell what you were saying. No, Amazing. That's magic. Also, did I introduce myself at all, or did I just oh. say welcome to we the youth? I don't know. Just do it. Just... Well, I'm sure some of you at least know who I am. I'm Rahim. So, don't need to know you don't need to know my last name it's fine not that names it's are, right names are overrated anyways yeah yeah you can just call me human number seven thousand because mm-hmm. there are only seven thousand people on the planet yep seven thousand uh, okay so how's your uh, going Rahim? it's going all right um how, how's yours it's okay it's just kind of hot in Michigan and it's boring because I don't have a job and I don't have a sport to do anymore so yeah kind of living life like that you know it's it's a little bit of like a brag but I went to San Francisco today (laughs) and wait yeah I've asked you multiple times but you watch anime right yes yes most of the time sometimes yes how do you feel about my hero academia I watched it like it's the wrong word to use in this context, but religiously for like a good like month last year or like a couple years ago, but I don't really watch much of it anymore just because I okay. know that there's a lot of plot stuff happening and I'm not ready to commit myself back into it. All right. Yeah. I never liked it. I don't know why I asked you about my hero, but we went to like a manga store and I wasn't going to pick anything up because I didn't bring my wallet, but then I saw this little thing. And um, for those of you just listening to it, um, if you guys know what the ring girl is, it's uh, like the lady with like long hair who is like a white dress comes in your TV. If you watch it, then you have like a week to like pass this curse on to another person before you get killed yourself. But it's essentially about like these two little girls who get the curse sicked on them, but it's like the end of the world. And now they have to randomly like find another person to sick the curse on them. And it's a comedy. And I love dark comedy. And this just sounds like it's going to be so much fun. So I can't wait to read that. That is, that's what happened to me today. Sounds like a fun trip. Never, I should probably get some manga. At least it will yeah. make me stay away from my screen for a little bit, but. I've never read manga before. So like this summer I'm trying something new. I'm trying not to become a degenerate at the same time. So it's like a balancing act, you know? Definitely. So how uh, do you okay. like coffee? oh shoot yeah we were supposed to say something about coffee right yep okay i don't know why i asked you that you literally asked me about coffee i hate coffee so much me too i only drink it i mean i only eat coffee if it's like coffee flavored things oh okay yeah i was like what i just imagined you with a spoon of coffee beans (laughs) wait wait no 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 coffee beans for me all right yeah now every time we do these little talks we always talk about movies um and that's, I'm not going to try and stop that because it makes sense. I just watched One Night in Miami. Have you seen it? No, you know I have not. Is? I don't. I feel like I should, but I don't. You should. And you should watch it. So it's a fictional telling 
um, based off of a play in which uh, Sam Cooke, Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, and uh, Jim, what's the last guy's name? Oh, oh, oh. yeah, uh, technically, yeah. Sorry, that was my brother. And Jim, what's the last, what's the final? He's a, he's a football player, which is why I don't know what his name is. Um, He also had the least lines in the film out of the four main characters. Um, Jim something. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Uh, best football player at the time, I'm pretty sure. Um, and these are all prominent um, black, uh, black icons, essentially, of the time. And uh, they're all just in a room and they have a conversation about what they should be doing about civil rights. And it's just this entire conversation between the three guys and then Malcolm X is sort of stirring up the conversation. And he's like, Sam Cooke, you should be doing more. And Sam Cooke's like, bro, I am doing a lot. And then at the end, it's like, I don't want to say it. It's just, it's a great, you have to see it. It's amazing. I definitely will add it to the watch list for sure. I yeah. will tell you what movie I watched last, but I honestly don't even remember. Of course, you're back to like when we first met and we were talking about films where you just don't know what's going on. I know, and I'm literally wearing the same shirt too as like the first episode. Oh my goodness. Crazy. Yeah, and it's a mini shirt with anyone watching that I bleach yeah. tie-dyed myself, I'm just saying. Yeah, I made a comment about it the first time we talked too. I'm like, wow, that's a really cool shirt. How'd you do that? Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, this is a... Ramadan reflection episode. Definitely. And it has also been like 20 days since Ramadan ended, which I think is perfect. I think it's been more. No, it's been, yeah, never mind. So right. A little bit more than 20 days, yeah. We're crushing upon 30. Are we? I hope. Probably. Oh, yeah. And anyway, the hadith that we're going over, that we're using as reference today is. Oh, turner of hearts, keep my heart firm on your deen. There is no tr attributions to this. It is just the content. I'm not going to, it's just, I'm sorry for anyone who really wants any attributions. I think it's, I think it's a good, I mean, not to say that no attributions are good, but I think it's a good firm focus on what we want to talk about. Probably it's kind of straightforward in the sense keep my heart firm on your dean yeah just gotta, gotta stay on the right path try as best you can to do what you know is right and know that even though we're all subject to change try to stay good in the parts that you think are good yeah it's it's so incredibly well. simple right it's just like hey suratul mustaqim baby let's go that's it yeah which is deceptively simple but is it deceptively simple? I just said that because it sounds fancy, but... I think it is. I think so. I think a lot of things are simpler in life than we think make it out to be. Maybe. Well, let's just let's talk about it. Um, okay, so uh, I guess we should just start with um, how our Ramadan was, right? And just like work our way towards today and beyond. So Noah, how's your Ramadan? It was interesting. It was pretty difficult, I won't lie. Every day I got up really just trying to figure out what I was gonna do with my life in terms of not being, okay. Again, I talk about track way too much, but track basically controlled my life and not having anything to eat 
all day and having to think about working out and doing races and stuff like that kind of messes with you at some point. Thank you. But yeah, it was kind of hard in that sense. And also just had a lot more time on my hands, which I already like know that I'm not really good at handling. And also it was just really tired. And for like a moment, I got really like my emotions kind of got messed up, I think just because of the lack of food and like the sleep messing up. But it wasn't like completely bad. I think I like learned a lot about like my own body and like how I react to things, which is really cool, even if it's not like the stuff that happened was great in general. Um, but yeah, I think I learned a lot and it was a very interesting experience, definitely. Yeah. What about you, Rahim? Um, so I went into Ramadan with like the very clear ambition to just become a more practical human being. Um, and by that specifically, I mean like being a better student. So it's managing my time and respecting my time. And we were talking about this before we actually started officially recording, I guess, um, that like, I don't know, I, I don't really know what changed before and after Ramadan, but now I realize it because when I went into Ramadan, I decided to like quit YouTube music and like TV film and whatever, right? Um, two of those were easy, which is TV and film. Um, because I wasn't watching any anything at the time of finishing. I had just finished watching. I'm not going to say what I was watching. I don't think I'm allowed to. Um, <laughs> and uh, the, <laughs> the other two were um, music and YouTube, which were more difficult for me because I, I, music's pretty cool. I really enjoy like listening and sort of siphoning meaning out of stuff. And then YouTube is just such an easy thing to consume you can just sit there for hours that's what I did before and I've cut it down so much afterwards um that's like the biggest thing that I've noticed but other big things happened during Ramadan which sort of forced me to change yeah I think on on the topic of like what you set out to do um for me one of my main like spiritual goals was to stay away from things that I knew would make me like maybe like think bad things or like be jealous of people. Like, obviously I'm not a jealous person, but like anything that would put me at risk for that. So I tried um, this Ramadan to like really limit myself on social media. I already tried to limit myself on social media every day, but I kind of made myself like as a hard rule to myself to just like delete the apps and not reinstall them as I usually do. And um, I think I went well with that. I mean, I can't say that I didn't check Instagram like once a week or something like that, but um is it still uninstalled or right now it's not just because graduation and stuff happened and everything's kind of social social right now and i feel like okay being on I, can, it, but... I can understand that yeah hmm? i i can understand that yeah, yeah. it was just kind of like it's kind of like at the end of a minicamp like i also like was for a second i was off of instagram and stuff at a minicamp but then i was like oh i need to follow people and stay in touch with them and stuff and I kind of feel like the outcast if I don't have these things. Mm. But like, alhamdulillah, during Ramadan, it was like a lot easier to just keep my mind off of that because like everything you kind of have is in front of you and people um, like other than saying Ramadan, Mubarak and Eid Mubarak and stuff like that, there's no really like a lot of use for it in my experience. Yeah, I, I, I deleted the app a long, long time ago and I just haven't, un I haven't reinstalled it for at least long periods of time. I think last week, 
like a few days ago, I put something on my story, which was actually a little bit important to me. So I was like constantly reinstalling it and like checking it and like blah, blah, blah. Um, but most of the time I keep it uninstalled. And I think this is just the best way to like use the app in my opinion. Because if I ever need to check something, then I can just like go on my computer and check it online. Yeah. That's just, that's the best way to do it. In my, for me, for you, it might be different. For other people, it might be different. Who knows? Yeah, but I then, think, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I think it's important also just to understand that, yeah, what you said, it, it works. If it works for you, that's fine. And like, also in this time period, it's it's easy to feel pressured to stay on social media, just from like a standpoint of like staying in touch all the time. But it's okay to not talk to everyone all the time and not to see what everyone's up to all the time. It actually yeah. makes your life kind of more calm. I think that there's just this stigma that social media is bad and like anytime anyone uses social media, even if it's for only only like 15 minutes a day, um, which to some people is a lot and to some people it's like nothing. Uh, it's like, oh, you have to like cut it out. You don't mm-hmm. have to. Some Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Yeah. Well, I, I don't I don't know how much of this we're allowed to say. I ah, know it's in my opinion. Um, I personally stay away from social media as much as possible just because that's what I like to do. Um, I feel like I can have like more original thoughts when I'm not observing what other people are up to or like what the current normal is. I get that completely. Yeah. Social media, like it's, yeah, again, not completely bad or completely good, but it's important to recognize what it can do to you yourself, which is why I think that Ramadan was a good time to experiment with that just because like you have now like kind of a more emphasis on what you want, like religiously. And like, again, like the goals we set at the beginning of the month. And if that's something you're interested in, in like seeing how that works out for you, then like, go ahead, use that. And, you know, it worked out for me, alhamdulillah, just to realize again, that it wasn't for me that way. And I know we've been talking about social media for just for a while now, but I, I wanted to bring up one thing. Recently, I watched this documentary on YouTube um that I put in like my watch list my, my watch later uh, playlist like in 2017 and I finally got to it it's called the loneliness epidemic and this guy just interviewed an expert uh, I think psychologist or something and uh one thing that he said that's really stuck with me is that human beings have not evolved to interact with each other through the screens there's this this undescribable uh, thing about meeting a person face to face, which is kind of ro- ironic since we've never met each other like face to face. But that face to face connection is the best way to communicate no matter what. Um, so that's just interesting. Now, moving on, unless you want to say something about that. But... Oh, please. Please. <laughs> okay. Um, so, um, sorry. Okay. Uh, it's it's been like 20 days since Ramadan we've already said this um, I think that's an awesome thing that we're doing this reflection so far away from it I've forgotten half of the things from Ramadan but that also means that I'm, I've had active time to think and like see what the difference in my life has been which yeah. I just said is different but I mean uh, you go while I 
stop making a fool of myself. I don't know. I think the end of Ramadan was really interesting for me because, like, I don't want myself to seem bad in saying this, but, like, honestly, I was very relieved when Ramadan was over. I'll say that I wasn't sad that it was over because, obviously, like, I love Ramadan and everything, but in, like, a, in a practical sense, like, being able to have, like, some of your freedoms back is satisfying in some way. And um, although it was relieving, I think I maybe subconsciously wish that I had those, like, the ability to keep my goals and to keep certain like limits without like having something like Ramadan, you know, like I wish I could just do things yeah. that I need that I know that are good for me without someone having to be like, Hey, it's Ramadan. You should be doing this. Like, you know, that kind of thing, which is something just I just a, like to think about. Yeah. The better, your better judgment just sort of becomes clearer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when Ramadan ended for me, it was just very like, I guess intense time. Cause every single time ever since Ramadan, anytime something here i'll just explain like a list of events so during ramadan uh my school started coming to a close which means finals are about to happen so i started ramping up for finals week so i got a little bit apprehensive about starting to do a lot more work right um but i have not worked as much as i did in the past 10 days of Ramadan and then the next two weeks after. So for a period of three weeks, I was just like going monk mode and like mm, study, 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 right? And then Ramadan ended, but I was uh, like a week into that sort of very study heavy mode and I was very apprehensive to Ramadan ending. Um, I It's not that I was like, oh my God, Ramadan's amazing. I've been improving so much because that's not how I felt at the time. My self-esteem hit an all-time low at that point. And I understood that when Ramadan ends, all of the progress that I've made, because despite my self-esteem being low, I understood like what improvements were being made, which I don't want to get into in front of like a hundred people. But I understood that everything was about to get a lot more difficult. Ramadan's done, shaitan is back. And not just that, but like this sort of invisible community during the time of COVID is no longer there to support me. And all of this improvement has to now come from my own will. That's not something I'm good at. And then Ramadan ended and I kept on going. And alhamdulillah, I think I, I did an all right job. And then about two weeks ago, or maybe a week ago or something like that, a week and a half, school ended. And I was very apprehensive about school ending because now I understood, okay, school is ending. And my goal during Ramadan was to be more practical. But now I don't have school to busy myself with. What am I going to be doing with this time? And now I understood that like, this is where the actual growth is supposed to show itself. Like this is the difficult point in which uh, this is my test. School was the practice test, but now summer is the actual test. And I'm still, I still don't want summer to start, even though it already has. It's been a week and a half and I haven't done a lot with it. So I'm failing my test right now. Um, so now all of these things are coming at me. I'm just apprehensive. Life is throwing stuff at me. And I'm just like, I don't know about this. Like Ramadan happened 20 days ago. I don't know what's going on. And I don't want more things to come at me. Can I have more time to just work on stuff right now before we move on to the next test? Yeah, I know. Like, I think the same thing. Like, it's so weird how it, like certain things like Ramadan ending and, and finals and everything are both at the same time very like intense and like um 
rapid fire everything's happening at the same time but then other things are like very anticlimactic which is kind of shocking i don't know if maybe it's because i experienced maybe i experienced it more because i just graduated this year hey look there's my cap sorry um but uh yeah i feel like everything was like certain things like school ending i thought it was going to be more exciting but obviously we're in COVID times and stuff and like certain things just didn't end up happening but then like all these things were happening again like at rapid fire like it was like yeah it was like my birthday and then like ramadan started and then like my what is it called and then ramadan ended and then it was Eid, and then it was graduation and then i was like all these things happening and i was just like it was so it was so weird to just like um wrap your head around every new thing that was happening and like adapt yourself to that like i was i think it was so weird and then like at the same time like like personal stuff happening too and it's just like whoa yeah i i feel like everything in life especially as you get older just becomes anticlimactic yeah um and i say this from the perspective of like a 17 year old 18 18 year old um yeah so like i don't know much but it's like um I don't know. I, nothing, nothing really comes with that punch that it did when you turned like four, like four years old. Oh my God, I'm four. Mom, do I have gray hair yet? Ah, give me my Game Boy. Right. Um, I don't know how four-year-olds act. Actually, I don't know how four-year-olds act. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, outwardly, things are anticlimactic, but I feel like inwards for me, everything's always dramatic because I very much enjoy like theatrics so my inner monologues are always like ah where art thou in this time of (laughs) uh, struggle you know so it's uh it's always fun to just play with myself like that and um just have fun talking to myself being crazy yeah Um, I wish I wish that was the same for me I'm well, I don't know. I've been told that I have like I like romanticize certain things like school ending or like whatever happening and then You definitely do a little bit, which is why you're calling it anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah, I can tell. Like no, I know that. It's just yeah. Yeah. It's un- it's yeah, again, a part of growing up is like realizing where things are supposed to fall and how things are going to fall and just kind of live your life like that. No, 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 no. I'm starting to disagree with you now. Why? I think this is good. I think you should be sort of, I think you should be romantic in that way. No, no. You should just do everything in your power to make it so, not outwardly, but inwardly. No, but then you just get disappointed. No, you doesn't have, it doesn't have to be disappointing. My life is really boring. I haven't done anything, but I find it exciting because the way I talk to myself, you know? That's okay. I get that. I just have to work on that myself, I guess, then. I, it's, a, it's like a unique thing. You have to put like time into like your own conversations. Uh, yeah uh but like I think I don't know maybe I'm just like afraid of growing up but I feel like at a certain point when you start giving up certain like playful aspects or creative aspects in your life that's when you become like the uncle that you make fun of or the auntie that you make fun of we're not even talking about Ramadan at this point yeah that's what I was gonna say that yeah yeah, I mean, Ramadan's kind of weird in that respect. They're like your whole like life gets kind of flipped upside down in a sense. And again, you start thinking, putting things into a new perspective, even if it's not like crazy dramatic new perspective. It's just like kind of have to think about things in different ways. Yeah. Um, I honestly want to do like a Ramadan reflection every twenty days with just myself, despite like in like nine. Mo- yeah, I'm probably going to because in nine months it's gonna be 
nine months from Ramadan and I'm still going to want to do Ramadan reflections because so much has happened and it's a beautiful checkpoint, right? There's this like entire month where I had a goal and I worked towards achieving it and I didn't achieve most of my goals. So nine months from now, did I have I achieved them yet? I don't know. Well, then how do you think that like you can keep up with that? How do you think that you don't just like use Ramadan as the only time of the year where you aspire to be better or something like that or aspire to keep like good habits? By doing exactly what I just said, do Ramadan review every 20 days, right? Think about it. Never forget it, right? Um, You know, that's like the thing every sheikh says, "Ah, do not forget Ramadan once it ends. Don't. It's it's that simple. It's not simple, actually. There's so many techniques that I have to start implementing in my life. I just start like journaling. I have to start writing down my goals. Instead of just thinking of my goals, I have to start like putting them on paper and pen because that's when it actually begins to formulate and mm-hmm. become something. Mm-hmm. So I can't just think of something and have it happen anymore. Maybe mm-hmm. when I was younger, because things were easier, but now any improvement in my life will not come with effort. So well, then we. Effort in. I also think it's important to understand that like we have little tiny opportunities here and there to like put things into practice that Ramadan would have shown us, you know, like um, Mondays and what is it? Mondays and Thursdays where you can fast and they're good days or the six days of Shawwal, which is apparently equivalent to fasting a whole year. Yeah. Like all these little, I mean, I know Shawwal is like close. I mean, yeah, I think. Yeah. I have to start. I have to start those fasts. Yeah. I said I was going to do them. I like, oh, the day Ramadan ended, I'm like, okay, who's fasting Mondays and Thursdays with me? And I haven't fasted a single Monday and Thursday. It's okay. It's okay. It's a work in progress. We're getting to it. Yeah. Even like, I think I talked about it in the Ramadan episode. I actually don't remember, but I was talking about this one guy um, who fasted like once a week throughout the entire year because um, he was like a professional, like he was in the NBA. And he did that so that when it was like game time during Ramadan, he would like his body and his mind would be used to it. Mm. And like, in a sense of practicality, I think that's super interesting because it's like, um, not only are you doing something, obviously you're going to fast for the sake of Allah and you're going to be fasting because that's just something you should do when you can. But it's also, again, like a practical, like physical, mental thing that you can do to benefit whatever you are doing, like a sport. And I told my coach, like, I probably should have done that to not die during track season when I had to start fasting. But um, unfortunately, did not have quite the fervor then. I'll try next time, inshallah. Hey, how about how about now? Noor, you and I, we fast Monday. Let's do this. Maybe. I'll see. I, I want to, but yes. Kind of, a, I'm a foodie. Rahim, it's hard. Okay, I feel like such I a like, hypocrite. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I just, I gave you like a silver platter. Yeah, Rahim, let's do it. We'll be accountable. We'll hold each other okay. accountable. And you're like, eh, I like say, food I'll though. I'll say, I'm inshallah, like, I'll say inshallah. I can't I, commit, but. That's what every mom says when you ask them to get a toy. Wow, am I really growing? Am I really that old? <laughs> Can't believe it. How so disappointed right now, Noor. I like food too. I, we just made, I just, well, I technically just made beef stroganoff like two days ago. But I had to go. So my brother technically finished it for me, but I did the difficult stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Either, either way, I'm going to fast on Monday, inshallah. I'll try and maybe okay yeah. how about this i'm gonna start fasting monday after the 22nd because it's hot 
and the days are long here and i don't want to die you fasted and did track at the same time i know how is this difficult for you because okay contrary to popular belief sitting at home and doing nothing can be harder than running while fasting okay because you have i don't nothing think that's possible you. no you have nothing to distract you you have only your hunger and thirst to think about and you're just like surrounded by food all the time at the track it's like whatever like you're just stuck there and can't drink water live with it go run your race you can't just sit there and like beg for someone to bring you water because you can't share water anyways Okay, you know what? I I understand that perspective, but I still sort of disagree. I I it's like I understand that, but at the same time, because you're fasting for Allah, that food shouldn't really matter that much, right? I know. I'm not saying that I'm not going to do it because of food. I'm just saying that like it's a hard choice to make right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that that I understand decisions are difficult they're the most difficult part of any anything mm-hmm. all, right, well, all right well just know that i'm currently disappointed in you and that is yet to change so bismillah we'll have to see <laughs> no i'm kidding a little bit oh. <laughs> i was i did not expect that i was like oh she's gonna say yes when i asked her like let's fast like like hold each other accountable and then you're like ah i'm like what? What? I'm a very bad. I'm very bad at commitment. Sometimes, can't can't lie. Really. Anyway, what were we supposed to talk about next? Be aware oh. that shaitan is going to be in your life and try oh, yeah. to maneuver that. There were so yeah. many TikToks about what is it called? I'm sorry, I know TikTok's a bad thing, but there were so many TikToks about like how shaitan just appears out of nowhere after Ramadan. It was like a very, it was like remade many, many times, but it was kind of funny in like a head out way, you know, like. Makes sense, you know? makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, again, as I was saying like that, that's what sort of scared me the most when Ramadan ended. It's like, oh, wow, now I have these like difficulties and then they're going to like jump in size. Like, How do I, I don't know how you navigate that. You just have to be consistent, right? That's it. Be aware yeah. Like Shaitan can't make you do anything. You do the things. He's just that terrible friend that's telling you what you shouldn't hear. And he's not your friend. That's just an analogy. Facilitating it, I guess. Yeah. yeah do you have any like I don't know, do you have any like tips? Like how do you how do you compensate? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I'm not a sheikh. <laughs> I'm kind of am. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but perfect. I'm not. I can't. I can't like sit here and say that I'm a perfect person and that I keep my head in the game throughout the year. But yeah. I can say that I just keep it. Like honestly, I think the best I do is just try to keep things in the back of my mind. Like you know, if I take something like deleting social media, like I did during Ramadan, and I want to do it now just because I like, for instance, it's just like, I don't want to waste time. Like, that's just one reason I want to do it. I'll just be like, okay, you know what? Make an intention that you're doing this also for like, you know, to keep your mind clean and to keep your iman strong and, and to not distract yourself from doing things that you would do every day, like reading Quran, praying, praying sunnah, all those things. Like, I guess in that way, use the like more practical, like real life things that you do and kind of translate them, you know, whether or like, you know, if you're like limiting the amount of food you eat or 
like whatever during your day, even if you're not fasting, do it because it's um, you're being cognizant that like less fortunate people don't have food and being aware that like you're very privileged and that kind of thing. And that way it's kind of best of both world type thing. I think that's the thing that a, a lot of people maybe like our age can do because we tend to do, to do and think things in the most like real life practical ways. But now just turning it into something that can benefit you like um, Islamically too. Yeah. And honestly, all it takes is an intention, right? Because I think with like saving your time, right? There is like, oh, purifying like my head and whatnot, like detoxing or whatever. But then there's also like, oh, like, 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 sorry. There's also the aspect about time that it was given to you by Allah. Very simple. And you have to respect your time because it's not yours. So what, I'm going to waste my time watching YouTube? Or am I going to spend it maybe developing myself or doing something creative or praying, reading Quran, doing ibadah, right? Um, what am I going to do with my time? Read Quran, inshallah. Ooh, I've actually started doing that like sort of regularly. I've started recently doing it regularly. And honestly, I've become apprehensive to going to bed. <laughs> Because every time I go to bed, I know that I have so much to do before. Like my my sleeping routine takes like 15 minutes and I'm like, another episode, please. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, honestly, one thing, weirdly enough, now that you mentioned sleep, that was like interesting about Ramadan is how much it made me wake up earlier, like just out of habit. Um, I used to be the type of person who would just be like, my mom would be like, no, it's not good to go back to sleep after Fajr or whatever, or sorry for the non-Egyptian people, Fajr. And hey, what is Fajr it called? Is cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she would just be like, no, you shouldn't go to sleep. Like, it's better if you stay up, even if you want to go to sleep later, just like stay up then. And I used to be like, no, I can't. I have school. I have track. I can't. And then I was like, bro, you're already dying. Like, you might as well. And it actually got easier, like during Ramadan to just stay up. And then people, it was so funny. I'd like text people at like four in the morning as a reply to something they said at like 12, because I would sleep yeah. earlier. I would sleep at like 10. And then I would reply at like 4 a.m. And they'd be like, bro, why are you awake right now? And I was like, listen, I'm eating, okay? <laughs> and then I learned to just stay up from then because I basically already started my day. I ate breakfast. I started yeah. like doing whatever schoolwork. And even now, even though I don't wake up, even if I don't stay up for Fagrath, I should what is it called um I'm a little bit more awake when I do and it makes like if I do want to start my day it's not like an entire chore which I think is cool yeah. that's something that just makes me so sad well no happy for you but sad for myself because I I really want to wake up early and I woke up early consistently for Ramadan but I haven't been doing that now and I know that all I need to do is go to bed early and I just haven't been doing that so Today is the day, inshallah. Uh, yeah, today's the day. It's not, well, yes, inshallah, but today oh. is the day, 100%. Well, I think the moral of this story is like baby steps, keep good intentions and uh, yeah. try your hardest. Yeah, it's okay if you're failing right now because you don't have to be failing for forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if you do give up, then you've already failed for forever. So, weekly. Yes. As Nike once said, just do it. No, actually, Shia LaBeouf said that one. Yeah. No, Shia. Yeah. Technically, both said it, but let's be honest. One is cooler than the other. Definitely. 
Definitely. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that on the Minna podcast. I don't know what Shia LaBeouf does in his free time. Oh, yeah. I think he does some not good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah. Wraps it up. Right? Sort, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty bad ending. Apologize. That was a horrible ending. But that, that's like on brand. That's on brand. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> We're just two noobs i guess yeah that's <laughs> I, yeah the beautiful thing and for some reason people are watch, listening listening watching i don't actually you know what um let's let's uh let's you want to ask people for input here if, if there's a comment section and wherever you're watching this because this is posted on like a million different things um please tell us why <laughs> <laughs> please put your timestamp and we'll like tell us exactly what you need what your problem is with it. we'll yeah. work on it inshallah inshallah and like yeah yeah just <laughs> why <laughs> oh, okay 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 um thank you thank you for watching uh this episode of we the youth uh, make sure to subscribe to prescribe to subscribe to subscribe subscribe and receive i'm sorry i'm i'm really i'm I need to officially a, a formal apology for that attempt at a conclusion. Look, thank you very much for watching. I know we just made fun of ourselves, but you for some reason are watching this and we do want to know why. I know I'm gonna go into this comment section. That was not written for us to say. Most of this stuff isn't written. In fact, we hardly followed the script. I'm really sorry, the writers. Um, yeah. Um, thank you for watching and um, subscribe to our stuff if you want to follow, see what Minna's up to because Minna's been doing some pretty cool stuff and I think we're about to start a new event. I'll just say the name so you can feel special that you do it before everyone else. The Summer Tour, I think that's what we're calling it. Um, and it's a whole lot of events. Uh, so that's really cool. And the way that they're doing it is really interesting. Um, there's also a Rocket League tournament. Anyway, um, Come back next time to see what our, we've already done what our least favorite food is yeah um come back next time arizona flavor <laughs> yeah now yeah sure come back next time to see what our favorite arizona green tea flavor is and by the way if you haven't noticed yet we the youth is a production of mina which Minna. i am wearing the shirt of for people who are just listening the muslim youth of north america have a bunch of resources for a bunch of young folk probably listening and maybe not also young folk but that's okay also check us out at minna.org or on instagram at minna national i'm noor and i'm marahim assalamu alaikum thank you for watching minna's we the youth podcast if you're interested in being part of the team in the future make sure to go to minna.org slash podcast i repeat minna.org slash podcast and again if you are interested in supporting the organization that helps fund this podcast and so much more, go to minna.org give. Thank you.